Hi friends, welcome back to Towards Eden. Um, yeah, <laughs> we hope you guys have had a good week. Um, we keep trying to post on time on Mondays. We haven't really figured out a solid post time, so thanks for. It's been because I don't have my laptop. <laughs> my laptop had an unfortunate incident with some chocolate milk. Um, and it was my chocolate milk. It was not my children's chocolate milk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why, like, without my laptop, I literally don't have, like, a leg. So, yeah, it's been, I keep forgetting to do it because it's just, like, I'm so out of my routine without my laptop. <laughs> I keep just doing it late, but it'll go back to normal very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, so, say a little prayer for Taylor's laptop that's currently at Mac. Um, they said they can replace it, so or fix it. So hopefully, you don't mind for her sanity. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Even just for work, like yeah, um, I'm going crazy. But yeah, yeah, so that's just why, and yeah, that's also why our sound quality was a little crappy last week at the beginning. Yeah. Um, might be today too. We'll we'll see. Um, I think it was because I was moving my laptop last time though. So. Yeah, Hopefully there's, there's problems okay. that we're working through. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know last week was a little bit shorter, and we just kind of gave you guys a brief uh, overview of like what we we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks. So today is our first week talking about, about Advent. So yeah. um, the first candle for Advent is the can the Hope candle. So um, I think uh, kind of like in trying to figure out what we want to talk about today. Hope can be kind of like a broad spectrum. So we're going to kind of, I mean, hope itself could be a whole series. So um, we're just going to kind of touch on like a few areas of hope and kind of more what it means in relation to like Advent. So um, like always, I like my definitions. So hope um, is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Um, or an alternate one was a feeling of trust. So I like that. I love definitions. Yeah, you do. It's true. I think it's a good like starting point because then it's like, oh, okay, never like like that's like what it means, you yeah. know. So <laughs> there's no questions asked. Like that's what hope is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So the hope candle is the first candle, and the theme where we focus the first candle and theme we focus on during Advent. Um, fact. Is. <laughs> it's usually purple. Um, again, this kind of this differs kind of like church to church, but um, kind of what I found was that it's generally purple. Yeah, and like from looking at like photos and stuff too, like a lot of people just do like all white candles. So I think it's just like the um, the idea of like it's the first light. Like some people will have all white candles, and then one will say hope on it, kind of thing, or like say them. Um, so I think it's just um, a lot of what I saw was it was like. All the candles, so like the hope candle, the love candle, the peace candle are all purple. And then the joy candle is pink. I feel like pink and purple are the same color, but the joy candle is usually pink because it's like joy. And, joy. and then the Christ candle is white. Well, but the again, ones that like I was looking at were like aesthetically pleasing ones. So maybe well, that's why. <laughs> Ray Dunn, the Advent ring. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, so again, Advent, um, means revive or arrival, arrival, <laughs> arrival, yeah. arrival. 
Um, so it brings hope because without Jesus, we had no way to be in relationship with God. And um, yeah, so it's just like, I think it's just like such a key focus to really think about like what that means. So like we have hope because of the arrival of Jesus, because like if you go back to um, like the fall, like it kind of all goes back to that, like God created the garden to have relationship with us and he desires to be in relationship with us. And then, you know, all this apple and serpent business happened. And that bond was broken. So in Romans 6, 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So like, literally, like there was no way, like we sin and we've covered this before. Like we suck. We're just sinful by nature. So like, there was no hope for that. There was no way out of that. It was just the wages of sin is death, the end. But um, because of the advent arrival of Jesus, we um, we get to have eternal life and we have that hope for our lives. And yeah, like hope is just such a huge word. And, you know, I went into this whole thing, um, about like a lot of people were throwing the word like toxic positivity around. Did I talk about this already? Um, but like this whole like thing about toxic positivity and, you know, making this like really, really negative thing. And even, uh, the pastor, our pastor was talking about um, how like like positivity is hope and having that understanding that there's better and, you know, being hopeful in things and um, looking forward to things and just like having a positive attitude and having, you know, a attitude of just like, yeah, just a positive attitude isn't a bad thing and like throwing this like toxic positivity thing in there is like no like God gives us hope and when we're being positive towards things and when we're having that outlook of positivity like that's the hope in him and you know being hopeful towards things and being looking forward to things and it's just like this whole mindset of like toxic positivity is hope and you know that really like was a big thing for me because I went through this stage where I was like hold on like am I a toxic person because I am positive and like I'm trying to be like happy-go-lucky and like back to like happy-go-lucky Heather and like a positive influence on people and I've always like prided my not prided myself but like define myself in being a positive person so then when people were throwing, like, toxic positivity, I was like, what? Like, is that a bad thing? And then I really had to, like, sit there and then sit there in it. And then the pastor, like, at the same time, I was kind of battling all that, was preaching about it and was, like, saying how, like, toxic positivity is hope. And, you know, it's okay to have hope. And, like, Jesus wants us to have hope in him. And, you know, it's okay. And. Yeah, anyways, it was just, like, a really interesting mindset change for me and just, like, getting away from, like, the ways of the world and, like, the world words that they're throwing around. Just Yeah, and see, I have a little bit of a different opinion on that because I think toxic positivity is, like, a thing. Like, obviously, we do need to have hope and it's, like, we do need to be positive, but I think that there's also, like, a respect thing. Like, I think that, 
you know, like if I'm having a bad day, like it's okay to have a bad day. And like, I still have hope and I still know, like, I don't have to be like jumping around and being happy and like positive, like to still have hope and still, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think like when I'm having, like, if I'm having a bad day, like I still know there's hope, but like for someone to come and say like, oh, you have no reason to be sad. Like that's discrediting. I still think we can have our feelings, but I think like, I think it's a fine line, but I agree. Like having like a joyful person and saying that they're toxic or they're positive all the time is definitely not true. But I also think that there's just kind of that respect thing. And like, you have to kind of like gauge your audience and like be respectful and kind of meet people where they're at too and kind of sympathize and sit with them sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Like I wouldn't just sit there and be like, well, like, like discredit someone feeling that way. But I mean, there's definitely an approach that you can go in saying in a positive manner that is respectful and loving and kind and you know, that's like, I think that's the fine line is we need to look at gauge your audience and sit there and be like, okay, how can I be loving when you know what they're going through? And how can I speak life into them when -hmm. I know what they're going through? And how can I like, not just sit there and be like, oh, well, that's too bad. Like, you shouldn't think like that. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think the like, positivity is just, like, the attitude of, like, like, I sit as the attitude of, like, no, just be happy. Like, it's fine. It's like, yeah, and I don't <laughs> no, think, no, not, I don't fine. think it, <laughs> I don't think that's, like, yeah, that's, like, what I mean by it. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think that that's, by any means, what. Yeah, I've been reading Job a lot lately, and that's really interesting. It kind of, like, goes into that. His friends are, like, all coming and saying, it's, Job is a crazy book. If you've never read it, it's, like, super interesting and kind of hilarious. Um, but yeah, there's like, uh, there's actually, I have a lot of verses from Job in here because I've been reading it. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, so, um, kind of going back to the fall a little bit, um, and sin. So like Adam and Eve committed the first sin and condemned us all to like all kinds of like crap and hardships and awfulness. And if you need a list, like see Genesis 3, because it's all in there, including there's like... (laughs) Actually, I want to find this because it's hilarious. I didn't know it was in the Bible until recently, but it's in Genesis 3. And I was like, I identified with this so much. because I was like, oh my gosh, it's literally in the Bible. Why I struggle with this. But it's hilarious. So in the whole part where it says about like childbirth and how that's going to be hard. Oh, I need to find it. What version did I have it in? I think this one. It says like, and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, no, in the Bible? No. Oh. Not in those exact words. I knew that was like the general gist, but like Oh no, yeah, like it that's like a whole thing is like it's like that falls into like the but yeah. I just love how like I know like I know there's general concepts and stuff that it says in the Bible in different ways and every now and then I find it just like blunt and I'm like, there, that's how I can hear it. <laughs> just say it to me. Don't make it all these Feel different words and like, hey, this you. is what this means. Like just say like hey you're going to have a hard time controlling your husband and it's because of all this. So yeah. There's Taylor. She needs the bluntness. So yeah, I do. Don't come at her with any fluffy words. No, just, just, yeah. Like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Anyways, Jesus made it possible for us to spend eternity despite all the laundry list of awful, awful things that we were condemned with in Genesis three. Yeah. Um, so we have hope for eternity. Um, we have hope for eternity, but like, what about day to day hope? Like, what does that look like to you guys? And, you know, what, what is day to day hope? And 
where do you sit with those things, like those thoughts and like, is hope a word you throw around a lot? Is hope something that you just like think of every once in a while? Um, like what does day-to-day hope really mean? It's almost like a practice. I don't really know how to elaborate on that, but I feel like it like hope is like a practice, like living, like stepping out in faith. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a hope, like, like it's, it's a hope. Oh my gosh. It's so late right now, guys. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. I don't late. even know how this happened. But, um, okay. but yeah, like it's just, I feel like it's an action. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So like in Job 14, seven and nine, it says, indeed, there is hope. There is hope for a tree. Did you not know what that was? No, I did not read about this. <laughs> Indeed, there is hope for a tree. <laughs> if it's cut down and still sprouting and its shoots don't fail, if its roots age in the ground and its stump dies in the dust at the scent of water, it will bud and produce fruits like a plant. Sprouts like a plant. Sprouts like so a plant. So these are the kind of verses that I'm like, just say it. Just please explain Which like, me this has a really good meaning but also like these are the verses where I'm like just say it um so anyways this basically means God is always able to help us grow again even when we've been cut down oh, that see makes more sense. the tree reading that I'm like I, <laughs> I know it took me a minute I don't get that one yeah indeed there's hope for a tree yeah hope for We're a tree, a tree. We're we can be cut down over and over again yeah and yeah we just keep as long as our roots stay planted in him yeah, that's a good scripture, actually. I like that one. See, it's Job. Job's a great book. I'm having a blast right now. I read Job, but not in a long time. Maybe I I'm not all about Job. I've recommended Job to like seven people this week. Oh, I'm on oh, a roll. Um, and then again in Job, uh, chapter 5, verses 15 to 16. Yet he rescues the orphan from the sword of their mouth, the needy from the grip of the strong, so the poor have hope and violence shuts its mouth. Um. And then one more kind of tied in with that, Psalm 9, 18, because the poor won't be forgotten forever, the hope of those who suffer won't be lost for all time. And basically those are just kind of saying like God is always with us and provides for us when we're vulnerable. Um, yeah. So in those crappy moments, like, you know, you just hold on to that because he doesn't fail us. Yeah. And I think that's like such an important thing because, you know, the, especially right now, like the world is so heavy and everywhere you look like you're being bashed with like different information and different labels and different like just so much different negative and just like everything is really heavy right now and it has been for almost two years like this has not gotten easier and I just like like, honestly, like, if it wasn't for having a hope in Jesus that, you know, God's got it figured out and he's got a plan and there's a reason this is happening. And despite, like, everything else, like, he is still in control. Like, if we didn't have that hope in him that he is going to pull us through, then, like, I don't know what I would do this year. Like, I don't think I would have survived, to be honest. Like, it's just like, I couldn't imagine going through what we've gone through over the last two years or even the seasons I went through last year or, you know, the last couple of years, like just getting through those seasons without having like, even when I don't feel like my relationship with him is solid or that I'm like connected, 
there's still like that hope in him that like I know he's there and like I can like run back to him kind of thing and just like that continuous like just that yeah like that hope that he's there and like he's got it and he's got me and I don't know I just couldn't imagine like not having that yeah word <laughs> agreed um yeah so first peter five ten says after you have suffered for a little while the god of all grace the one who called you into his eternal glory in christ jesus will himself restore empower strengthen and establish you so and there's a few different do you know what that means either are you hearing no. them <laughs> that just like made me laugh because it literally like what i just said yeah. like he doesn't I, give us what we can't handle. I didn't really, like, read through these notes all the way. Taylor just sent them. She doesn't usually. <laughs> I'm, like, go with the flow. Like, I can just, like, I pray about it and, you know, just Taylor does all this stuff. But anyways, like, that just, like, it just re... What's the word I'm looking for? Reaffirms. Reaffirms. I'm saying reassured, but there we go. Reaffirms, like, what I just shared with you guys, right? Like, just, like, Read that one and, like, plaster it everywhere. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, the one who called you into his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself restore, empower, strengthen, and establish you. That's, like, a mind-blowing one for me. Like Another one that kind of goes along with it is my favorite verse. It's Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think according to his power at work within us. Um, Kind of the same thing. Just like we always have access to more. Like there's always more grace, more hope, more strength, more um, everything. Because he doesn't give us battles without equipping us to handle them. Yeah. And I, I keep seeing those like reels that are trending and it's like, you've seen those it's like I hate this advice or whatever or it's like I hate this what advice did you say I hate this something like that where are they anyways it's talks like certain things they're trying to debunk and some of them are like the biggest battles like when someone was saying like how they hate the advice like God doesn't give us more than we can handle um and someone had said like I hate this advice or whatever and it was just saying like it's not that he doesn't give us more than we can handle, but he gives us the tools to be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. And he gives us, he gives us things that we need to, we, we need to handle so that we completely rely on him. And in those seasons of difficulty, we turn to him and we're not turning to other things. And, you know, it's not that he doesn't give us more than we can handle. It's that he gives us things that are going to help us grow and develop and, change and you know go back to him and go back to the cross and you know fall face first on your knees just or on your like just fall face first just saying like I can't do it alone and I need your help and you know I really yeah anyways yeah um this is backwards for me Ephesians uh, 1, 18 and 19 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart will have enough light to see what is the hope of God's call, what is the richness of God's glorious inheritance among believers, and what is the overwhelming greatness of God's power that is working among us believers. This power is conferred by the energy of God's powerful strength. Um, Yeah, so God's work is 24-7. Like, he's always doing stuff. He's always 
working among us, even when we don't feel like it, or like, you know, when things are dark and we might be like not feeling him, or even when things are stagnant, we don't think that he's working in us. He always is. Um, yeah. So I get like, you know, there's hope in that, that he's always, he doesn't forget us. He's always doing stuff for us and working in us. So I like that one. Um, oh, I like it. This is another joke one. <laughs> Guys, on a joke, joke kick. Uh, job 11, 17 to 19. A lifespan will rise brighter than noon. Darkness will be like morning. You will be secure, for there is hope. You will look around and rest safely. You will lie down without anyone to scare you. Many will beg for your favor. And I identify with this one because I think when people like, even like when you were just saying like, oh my gosh, how would I have gotten past the, like through the past year? And like, I just don't feel that. And like, it's not that I don't feel that because I didn't struggle this year because like, I can literally, like, I remember days like crying and feeling hopeless and like, not feeling hopeless, but feeling devastated. And like, how am I going to get through this? But like now I, I have such like a, when it's over, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it just, like, I forget it and I, I don't hold on to it because I'm just like, okay, like, and I look back and I'm just like, no, God got me through that. And it just doesn't seem big anymore. I don't know. But I feel like that with a lot of things. Like, when I'm in something, I feel it heavy. But then, like, when it's done, I'm just like, okay, it's gone. It's gone. It's not done. And I think that's, like, what Jesus does, though, and, like, what God does is, like, he lets us let go of things yeah. and not, like, like, that's, like, the peace he gives us is that. Once we get through, like, I feel that right now, like, the crazy season that I went through, like, um, especially, like, with suffering from PTSD randomly and whatever. But, like, just that, like, if it wasn't for his peace and just, like, pulling me out and him, like, I would not have been able to let it go without, without him. Yeah, like, it has to be him because, it's like, I don't, like, it doesn't make sense, truly. And but there's like, other things, like, I hold on to. But then there's like there's certain things and like not on purpose, but that are just like heavier for me. And as much as I try and let go of them, like they still like bother me and like it's harder for me to let go of things. But then, yeah, there's other things where I'm like, nope, like like that's that's gone. Like we we've dealt with it. It's done. You know. Yeah, and see, I don't feel like I have that. I don't know. Like I remember, I saw there. Like I had to go to therapy right there. I had my second too, and I remember her being like, you know, like talking and like I haven't had an easy life and like I know that but like I don't feel that so like when I said like when I kind of like was doing everything she's like you've been through a lot and it's just kind of like oh yeah like yeah. I guess when you think about it like I have but like I just I don't know I don't I don't know maybe it's like a comp maybe it's like compartmentalizing type thing but like I just I don't know I don't I guess it's a good yeah it's got to be bad because like yeah and I mean I, I think like my mom and I were having a talk about that the other day because like my brother's been a drug addict all my life He's clean and sober right now, so just keep him in your prayers. Um, but, uh, yeah, and same thing with me. Like, like even today, like, Tim said something, my younger brother, about um, my parents are moving, yada, yada, um, out of their house that we've been in for 25 years. And my little brother's like, you know, there's just so many bad memories in here. And I'm just like, and my mom was saying something about, like, how, like, fight and flight and, like how like my cortisol levels are all messed up and she's like well probably because you're so used to being in this like frantic state but like I don't feel like that 
Like, yeah. I just, like, that's not something that I, like, hold and claim. But, like, probably because of, like, everything I went through, which, like, probably for you, too, like, there's still pieces where it's, like, <laughs> like it's, I don't know. It's, like, an unseen type thing that maybe is, like, happening. But, like, but yeah, I'm, like, I don't know. Like, for me, I'm, like, it's God's, like, it is what it is. Like, I have no control over it. Yeah, and... I think maybe that's it. I think I just, like, decided a long time ago that, like, I'm not meant to understand why things happen or what the plan is. And so, yeah, like, things happen. And I just, I'm ordered to love people. I'm ordered to forgive. And I'm ordered to move the hell on. So I do. Like, yeah, no, exactly. yeah you know, I just. Like, you can't sit in it. Like, you can't no. sit in like the things you went through and I think that's like something to deal with it and put it like come to peace with it you know versus like sitting in it nine times yeah and I guess like I don't know I think like it helps me to like this whole idea of like you know like I don't hold on to things so like the idea of like more things coming up there's definitely things I stress about but like I also like I I don't get to like a place that my husband would probably disagree if he was listening to this because he sees me handle stress in a different way, but usually just because I'm dramatic. Um, <laughs> no, <honest>. But <laughs> like when I know something is going to happen or like it's a stressful season or like I don't know how something's going to play out, like again, like I know he's always handled it and then I've always gotten over it and like I've moved on and I've been fine and I know it's going to continue to happen and but that's like the hope you have, right? Yeah. Like that he does have it. Like and I think that's where like these real life situations that we go through and you know, like this is just Taylor and I sitting here like talking real life, you know, like this isn't anything crazy extravagant. Like this is just like day to day, like work mom life, like nothing kind of extraordinary. Um, but like that's how like how much he loves us is that he wants to give us that hope and like he loves us so much that he doesn't want even like just us like who basic moms you know like whatever to to wrestle with those things and to Mm -hmm. sit there and like like he wants to take that away and he wants to give us the joy and he wants us to have hope in him and he wants us to live a life where we can love others and love him abundantly and just like not have those like be in that that state of like panic and chaos and you know like that's not his best for us and like he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to sit in that like that chaos and that negative mindset and you know things like that like he gives us the hope to just keep moving forward and to put things, be at peace with things and move forward and be at peace with things and move forward kind of thing. And even just like the grace for the situations that we don't always handle. Because sometimes the things that are heavy for us are kind of situations that we might have ca- like had a part in causing or like, um, yeah, you know, like not everything happens to us. We do create our own problems sometimes. So like, yeah. I think it's just, yeah, like there's, we have the hope that like, you know, we have hope that he has grace for us and that um, we don't have to live in those feelings either because we have hope that like shame and like, yeah, you know, we like if we do that. make mistakes and, you know, we do realize we make mistakes. It's not like we have to be like shame, like have shame that like we did mess up and like, mm-hmm. or just like have those like 
feelings of being unloved or whatever that may be because of the mistakes that you made. And, you know, there's just so, there's so much like in that, that like we really just have to, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, even when we do mess up, it just like, yeah, like the grace he has for us. And we have hope, like we have, we can, we still have hope through that because we know that he's going to redeem us yeah. and we're going to come out on the other side of that still. You know, when we screw up. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, happens a lot. So basically all those verses were kind of just my, our way of saying that he never fails us, forgets us, anything. Um, and I, there was literally like a bajillion more I could have gone on about. I could have read you the whole book of Job. <laughs> um, but um, we'll let you guys do that this week instead. It's really good. I'm not all the way through it, but I like it. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're able to have hope eternal through Jesus and because he came to earth and he died for us. And he um, came from heaven. Remember that song? No. What? To pave the way for death. You don't remember that song. Are you giving us a concert? <laughs> you don't want me to give you a concert. But we used to sing I like a kid song like that, anyways. Um, I was singing the kids the other day. But yeah, so if you know that song, let me know. Alana, you'll know that song. Alrighty, well. And then, so kind of just like one more aspect of hope to touch on quickly is that hope that he's coming again. Um, so Revelation 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. There will be no mourning, crying, or pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Like, but that's like, that's literally it. Like, yeah. That's the mic drop. Like yeah. he literally says, like there will death will be no more. There will be no mourning, crying, or pain anymore. Yeah. For the former things have passed away. And that's like the ultimate hope that we have for when he does return is that we get to be with him. And you know, I think of like the I can only imagine song, like every single time I like mm. read Revelation and just like that song breaks me every single time because like just the idea of being face to face with him and like what that would look like. And, you know, I can only imagine like what that will look like. And, um, yeah, like that just like every single time that just like puts me, just breaks me because I cannot imagine like everything that we've gone through in life and then sitting there with him and him just like, yeah, I don't know. It just like blows my mind every time. Yes, pretty crazy. Yeah, so um, I don't know what that means. That's what I just said. It's hope for the second advent. Oh, the second advent, the second arrival. Got it. Advent means arrival. I got it. It's fine. Language like we is. said, it's late. Um, so hope for the second arrival. <laughs> Our promise of what is to come when he returns. It makes more sense when I say it than when you say it. So No, it's because you don't listen when I say it. <laughs> most of the time I do um so yeah so we kind of talked about like what that this like all looks like today and we talked about it kind of being something that we you know make sure we are aware of and make sure you know it's something that is on the front of our brain and you know it's so easy to just kind of like go day to day and like just live in it but just to really like even speak it just be like you know what Jesus like I have hope in you 
And, you know, because you love me and because you did this and because you do that, like, it allows me to, you know, just like really like speak, speak that out. And like, you know, sometimes when we speak things out louder, um, it just like really helps us to reaffirm things in our own minds and just gives us a different piece too. So just like, yeah, like maybe just as you're praying or as you're talking with Jesus and just like use the word hope and, you know, talk about it with your kids and just try and really like talk about hope and why we have hope and things like that. And just kind of come back to that word. Cause I feel like that word and that concept is just so like, I don't know, like just thrown, thrown around and just like lacking in like actual, like what's the word, like lacking in actual, like, substance. yeah, like substance of what that means. And like, that's not the word I was looking for, but like actual, like, I wish you guys could see my hands because then you'd know what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm getting substance from this, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, like there's just so much behind that word that um, we should be remembering on a regular basis and on a daily basis kind of thing. Um, so Taylor, how do we incorporate hope into our homes this Christmas? Other than lighting a candle that says hope on it. Um, I mean, I really like hope is just like something you have to teach your kids, you know, like I don't think it's something I mean, like I could put the word hope on my wall, but like, it really just comes down to like, I think, yeah, just conversation with your kids and teaching them. And I think through like lighting advent candles and through just talking about like the birth of Jesus and what that meant. Like, it's just a concept that we can use this opportunity to really like ingrain in our kids so that they you know, maybe don't have to go through like crazy torturous teenage angst because they know that life moves on and we have hope. And uh, what a great thing to have, like, that would have been a great thing to have had at 16. Um, what? I didn't get on there? No, hope. <laughs> Are you going to have hope when you're at 16? I mean, like, probably not. Like, not the hope I have now. Or like, not a relationship with Jesus then. No, like I went, I went to church with my parents when I was a teenager, but I think it was just like I didn't grow up in like a traditional house, so um, it just looked different. Yeah, so I think it's just something. Like I think it just comes down to teaching your kids about it, really. Word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you. Um, and I think just yeah, like and just like trying to have conversations about you know, I always think of like, how can we like bring this to like others? And like, how can we, you know, and I, I struggle with that, to be honest with you guys, like, how do I, how do I make my kids like mission focus? And how do I make my kids like, you know, share the hope with like, not even like share the story of Jesus with others, but like, just share like, the goodness and like, joy and like, the hope of like, good things. And positivity and you know just like things like that so I really struggle with how to like make like my kids like bring that to others and maybe just because they're you know only six and four so the conversations they have aren't really like in-depth conversations kind of thing um but anyways if anyone has any tips or ideas of how to incorporate it like hope into your home or hope into like how you teach it to your kids kind of thing send it our way because 
And again, I think that's just like the things we teach and talk about at home that enable, like, equip them to kind of, you know, when they go to school so that, like, you know, when there's, like, a bad situation or something, like, they can tell their friends, like, oh, but, like, Jesus died to, like, give us hope and give us a future and we don't have to dwell on bad things because, like, Jesus is going to take care of us and obviously in more, like, six-year-old language. But, like, I really just think, it. yeah, I think it's, I mean, not that, like, not easy but that easy like we just have to teach our kids as best as we can and they're going to go out in the world they're going to have outside influences but you know they all we can do is equip them to be little lights and little loving humans so that they just go and other kids notice that stuff and Mm. you know definitely true for sure and we can just give them to god and say god you take care of this because i can't I don't know what I'm doing anymore. This is one of those things that we're not really supposed to do on our own. I guess that's true. He's supposed to do it too. Always pray about it and figure out how to help you and guide you in it. Makes sense. But anyways, all right, guys. So we, yeah, I mean, this is just like our day-to-day. Like we're just trying to be as real with you guys as we can and just like talk about what this looks like in our lives and you know, how we're trying to bring it into the home, our homes. And and this is what it looks like right now. Like, if we talked about hope for Advent next year, like, it could look totally different. This is just or last of, year. Yeah. I don't even know if we knew what hope was last year. <laughs> I didn't really. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like, it's just like, this is just the season we're in right now. And, like, where God has us. And, yeah, it's just... We're just talking real life with you guys and kind of where we're at. And yeah, next year, this might be a totally different conversation. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Hopefully a better one. I think this went pretty well. <laughs> I don't mean better that way. I just mean like, I don't know. This was a pretty good one. Like, I feel pretty hopeful right now. I'm going to lie. I'm glad. <laughs> I feel like peace and hope like I feel that in my soul right now so hope you guys do too (laughs) anyways all right are you praying tonight or am I oh I can't find words you want me to yeah okay I pray last week all right Jesus we thank you so much for this time together and just the hope that you give us on a day-to-day basis on a moment-to-moment basis and We just thank you so much for the listener on the other side of this podcast and just that you would just overwhelm them with your love and your hope and your joy right now, Jesus. And we just pray that you would just, you know, be with us as this week goes on and just give us some wisdom, how to bring hope and the conversation into our homes and to speak about it in a way that is appropriate for the kids and helps them to understand it and helps us to articulate it. And God, we just pray that this week we can focus on the hope that you give us and just everything else that just comes along with everything you are and how good you are and the greatness of you. And yeah, I don't know. You're just so good. And I just really just pray that the person on the other side of this and just like Taylor and I just would walk in that this week and just let, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like really, um, like God just like wants us to just walk in that and just walk in 
the goodness that he has for us as we can walk in the hope and like really just identify with it and be like, yes, like, okay, God, yes. Like it is your hope and it is you that lets this be what it is. And, you know, if you are going through a struggling season, just let him love on you and let him speak that hope over your life and speak that into your homes and whatever you're going through. So God, we just, we give it all to you. And we just ask that you just give us a greater love and a greater understanding and a greater hope this week. In your name we pray. So that's why I don't pray. (laughs) Because Heather does like really long elaborate ones and my brain really just goes, Lord, give the people hope. The end. Yeah. You're a good prayer. I really rely on the fact that God knows what's in my heart when I pray because I literally just don't articulate. I just say a few words and I'm just like. like, You're pretty good normally. I literally, like, I posted a reel last week. It's literally me. My life is a mess. I want to be a mermaid. (laughs) Okay. Well, nice week, Taylor's praying. So it's all you. But, anyways, I really do feel like God just wants us to walk in his hope this week and just really capture that guys like just cling to it and capture it write it on your wall whatever that might be write it like put a phone you know put a phone thing you can put on your background on your phone just really walk in his hope this week that he is so good and he has so much for us and loves us so much so anyways we hope you guys have a great week and we will be back next week for week two of Advent. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Next week, Taylor will talk more too because I feel like I overpowered this one a little bit. But we'll record earlier so Taylor's slowly. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> a good idea. All right. Good night, friends. Bye, or good morning. Whatever time you're listening to this. And have a good week. Bye, guys. <laughs>